please enjoy this classic clip from the I Love Gringo Letters Patreon archives. He is an award-nominated comedian. Mm. Which, by that intro, means he's a very funny loser. Mm. Oh, that's a bit rough. (laughs) (laughs) From the Little Dum Dum Club, it's Thomas Dasselo. Hey, everyone. I lost an award a couple of weeks ago. Still dealing with the fallout. Still trying to piece my life back together. It was a great week when it was possible that I could win. And now there's no there's no possibility. There's just definite sadness. And there's no little trophy on my shelf. There's no money in my bank account. I'm a fucking loser. I'm never putting myself out there again. Thanks for having me. This is my last appearance on any podcast. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for all your support over the years. I really appreciate it. The end. And our other guest, by the sounds of it, is going to have to carry a fair bit of the weight <laughs> of this podcast because he's now our only guest. He is an infamous name amongst the Melbourne comedy scene. On the internet, he's known as a celebrity. You might know him. <laughs> you might know him from the Weekly Planet podcast or your favourite tram on the way to work. It's Nick Mason. Hey, everybody. Listen, I've just had to go back to work after five weeks on holiday, so I feel pretty bad as well. Oh, so yeah. It's going to be just... Are there, we're, just, we're just driving this into the ground. Are there tram awards? Exactly. Good question. There might be tram awards. There must. Every yeah. industry there's must little, have some kind of... There's a little presentation dinner. A little presentation And I thought yeah. I was pretty good, but I've never been invited. Oh, you've, so. never, be, oh, you've never even been invited. Never even been invited. I haven't even had the chance to decline the invitation. Not even good enough to yeah. watch other people get nominated <laughs> no, for awards. Right. Well, it's, it's always a fascination, your tram. It's, it's, it's weird how much interest your tram driving has. Like, if I knew someone who was an astronaut, uh-huh. I don't think I would have asked them as many questions as I've asked you about the tram driving industry. Uh-huh. Yeah, I say this about Meso a lot. I don't know anyone who talks about their job when they're not doing their job even half as much as Meso does. <laughs> your Facebook page is basically like the FAQ page for oh, Yarra absolutely, Trams. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's great. The floor is always open. The forum is open if you want to ask any questions. No, no, you do go on holidays. I've noticed sometimes people will post a question and you go, uh, I'm on holidays at the moment, mate. No <laughs> tram-related no questions, questions while yeah. I'm on holidays. And you, mm. what I respect about you is you uphold that. People, people tag you in posts. People get really angry that they're not getting answers about whether they can bring a dog on the tram. Uh-huh. But you, and then the, the, day, the very day that you're back on the clock... You're straight in there and you're straight answering them all. Them it's to every, be admired. Yeah, great. Mm. We should cover that question. Can you take a dog on the tram? You can take a dog on a tram. You can take an assistance dog on the tram uh, if you've got a, a, an assistance pass. You can't take a dog on a tram on a leash. You can take a dog on a tram in a carrier. Uh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Good knowledge. But yeah. an assistance one, you can take on one of those little... Yeah, one of the little leashy little, things. The little strap-on yeah. things that they've yeah. got. Mm-hmm. Not you, what it sounds like. Because you can just take them on trains. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. All right, I'm not the one on trial here. Well, Jeez. I just find that weird that why trains but not trains. Loosen up, Meso. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said what a, this is going to be. They're a bunch of bloody stiffs down at the depot, aren't they? All right, let's talk cat policies. <laughs> uh, carrier again. Probably makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You don't want a loose cat, just... <laughs> you definitely don't want a loose cat. <laughs> yeah. And for those people thinking of the line that someone should say, we're classier than that. Yeah, we're all thinking it and we're all just shaking our heads at each other. No. <laughs> yeah. Those, like, you know, those padded, like, kind of, they're not seats, but those padded bench things that yep, you mentioned, uh-huh. they look like a giant, like Little a giant scratching scratcher. post. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of, 
like flaps and little doorways that they get caught in. Oh like, yeah, you don't want that. You don't want to. Yeah, you don't It'd want to be, dis- imagine, you don't want the to discover one of those six weeks later. Imagine you know just I mean? a world where you could just bring any animal you want onto the tram loose. It'd yeah. be great. <laughs> It'd be so much more fun. Let's talk tram nut bags. Okay. Do you have any any rats on shoulders? Any shoulders on rats? We we get a few rats on shoulders. We get um. See, I'm on, I'm on quite some quite civilized lines, mm. um, but you do get. Uh, I do one of the longer lines, and so you get that. That's a perfect sort of. Uh, we don't want to hear about your last night at comedy festival. Uh, <laughs> you, you don't want to uh, because it's one of the longer ones. You don't want uh, you get a lot of people who are like, "This is my this is my audience now. I can be a lunatic for as long as I want uh, until it goes out to you know the distant suburbs." Their own so little live just, podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they've timed out their gear. Yeah. And they know how long they've got. They actually, they genuinely do. Like, they'll, wow. They'll have some rant about dragons and women and the, the Illuminati, <laughs> and and it'll and it'll get right to the right to the terminus, and then the doors will open. They'll be like, and they'll wow, they'll, they'll get right off. Yeah. And it must have been there. Must have been like a trial period where they were like the doors were opening and they still had a bit of the speech to yeah, go. Yeah, so yeah. like, I got to lose five minutes from the from the dragon bit to yep. get all the women stuff exactly. properly out of the way. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Can you say what line is the dragon speech on? I uh, wouldn't mind copying that. Uh, he's on the seventy-five. Nice. So if you'd like to find that's because the seventy-five, like you said, it's a pretty civilized route. See, I live. I currently live on the eleven. Mm-hmm. I've previously lived on the eighty-six. The eighty-six is. A notoriously that's the darrow filled line. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen anything quite like close to that yeah. on the line I'm on. Seventy five mm. is not where I would pick that that would be going down. No, the seventy five is a lot of well to do people who do not pay for tram tickets. Oh, uh, right. Uh, yeah. right, I know. Right? How do you think they get rich? Stealing money straight out of the old Nick Mason skyrocket. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. Do, out of the mouths of my hypothetical children. <laughs> when you see a, a fan, like a fair evader, do yes. You, do you just get really angry, or no? It's not my. It's not. Or do you just shout, "Hi, Ryan Coffee." Ah, uh, <laughs> he's a bad bloke. Uh, no, it's not my department. It's none of my business. Yeah, I have seen a tram driver like refuse to go and let, like see someone get oh, on wow. and not touch on and refuse to move the tram unless they do the right thing. I guess very I, awkward. Yeah, I guess a lot of drive. Just a lot of people generally are just hung up on being, you know. But what do be, you care? You're exactly, getting the way, G the way. Yeah, I would rather. Nobody touched on and everybody just got on the tram as quickly as possible. Yes. Handy hint for everybody, just get on the tram. What about these people who the door opens yes. and they come barreling on before people have had a chance to oh, get off? Poor etiquette. That drives me crazy. Poor etiquette. Um, yeah. Also, people, they look, here's the tip, guys. We can edit all this out. Um, just everything you do... I'm not going to rant. I'm yeah, not gonna no, rant, <laughs> please. No, uh, look, everything you do while the tram is moving saves time. Everything you do while the tram is stationary wastes time. Ah. So, like, if, you re- if, you're, if you're on the tram, you want to get off the tram. God, the next we're stop. all around the learning yeah. tram now. <laughs> ring the bell, stand up, walk to the door. If, the, if, the, if you ring the bell, the tram comes into the stop. It stops, and then you... the doors open. Then you gather up all your bags and all your blah, blah, blah. And then you, then you stand up and then you sort of saunter towards the door. And then somebody's already coming in the door. And yep. then you've got to do yep. the little dance with them. What about this? When's the appropriate time to ring the bell? Like immediately after you leave the stop? Or... That's what I like to get in early. I like yeah, to get look... in as soon as the doors are closed and we're on our way off to the next yeah, stop. Yeah, okay. I would say a good rule of thumb. Wait till the doors are closed. It's moving off. Don't not instantly because mm-hmm. then they might think you forgot. Like you thought you wanted to get off at that stop and you panicked. Yeah, but so, also, what are you going to do? Well, you're not going to do anything. You're going to fucking open the doors and reverse back. Not with this dude's attitude. <laughs> yeah, 
wait, wait, wait the count of three and then ring the bell. It's fine. Wait till the count of three. Count of three. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a stop. Wait a three count. The stop that I get off at is... This is seriously the most informative podcast I've ever right? Been. Let's not do any letters this episode. This is so much better. Um, and if you think this podcast there. could not get any more Melbourne-centric, <laughs> yeah. tram tips. Yeah. There's a, I love seeing... Because there's a st- the stop that I get off at, there's a stop that's like like literally two shops lengths before it. It's so They're so close together. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like... It's. I don't know how it ended up that way. Oh, like that's that's almost inev- That's almost always the result of somebody who's rich or has some sort of influence who wants to stop there. Just right out the front of their yeah, house. Yeah, just right out the front of their ah, house. Ah, that's yeah. very interesting. If they're rich, why are they getting a tram? I don't know. Maybe for kids. Should be getting the Uber Black. Yeah. Because I always forget. Like it starts going from the from the stop two stops back, mm. and I go, "Oh, me next," and then I hit it. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh no, wait." There's that weird little middle one. Oh, what do you think it- about that? The ghosty. Yeah. Oh, the ghosty. Oh, I just no. I just put your hand up and say sorry, but I don't care. Put your hand up and say sorry. Yeah. Not just if like, I just saw someone, if I saw someone do that to the driver on a tram, I would beat the shit out of Good. him. What a nerd! Well, I want to. Sorry, driver. People do it though. They're like, oh, I'm in the next one. Sorry. Do you ever get on mic? What do you think of these guys that give a bit of commentary, do a bit of wacky speech speeches on the tram? Yeah, zingers. Awesome oh, zingers. I, no, see, I'm not. I'm not conf- I'm, funny. Look, yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh, we've had a walkout. He's pulled a Langbrook. Have you ever actually had a walkout? Uh, Kate Langbrook once. Oh, that's out. right. I remember that. She yeah, came yeah. back. She came back. Uh-huh. But it was one of the first times I met her, and I wasn't sure how humorous the walkout was. Yeah. How far out did she get? Oh, uh, almost off stage. It was live. Oh, yeah. at a live one. Okay. And, okay. And she was just being tortured by wow. Pete Holmes. So. Um, oh, I was there for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? We're I'm talking about trams. <laughs> You're not funny. You drive a tram. Something about oh, I'm not. Yeah, like the wacky guys, the wacky drivers. Yeah. No, see, I I don't have the confidence that I could be able to do that and not cause a serious accident. It depends imagine on if, the. It imagine d- if I was. What? What's a serious accident? They're laughing so hard they walk out in front of a car. Yes. <laughs> exactly. But like, what if I, you know, drove into three cars and and I'm doing the interview, the accident interview afterwards, and they're like, "What were you doing when the collision took place?" And I'm like, "I was saying my catchphrase." Well, I was. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was on mic asking why they don't make the whole plane out of the black box yes. material. But then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because, yeah, I guess with your line too, like, I guess also just pointing out landmarks and stuff, mm. that kind of only works, like, if you're like a St Kilda Road, like a kind of a touristy line. Yeah. But you're on the 74, like, it's like, There's you know, no, turi- no tourists going, let's go check out Deacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the 24-hour Kmart. Mm. And, yeah, exactly. Ooh. It's, um... Where is yeah. that? That's where you go. You go past the 24 hour camera. Burwood. Ah, yeah, yeah. Magical place. I should point out that my views do not reflect the views of Yarra Trams, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'm getting a rule wrong for humour. It's not that I don't know it. Yeah. Mm. He's in hey, character. Hey, um, can I. I think you'll be interested in this. Can we just delay the letters for a second longer? Is oh, that a problem? Many seconds. Uh, there was a show on TV two oh, nights I've got, ago. I've got more tram questions. Oh, great. Yeah, okay. Right. Well, just because we're talking about cats and dogs before, there was a show on Channel 9 two nights ago, literally cats called Cats vs. Dogs, colon, which is better. I saw that. <laughs> I, was, I, I was... Prime time. Yeah. Well, Prime enti- time on Channel 9. My entire TV watching is on the elliptical thing at the gym. No yep. sound. Yep. 
And I looked up and I just saw that slide uh-huh. on one of the screens and I was like, what manner just of think witchcraft about is all this? All the good ideas you've had for shows, all the all of our peers in the comedy industry that we know would be great at hosting their own show or have told us ideas for shows that have never seen the light of day. They've never been able to get a meeting. They've never even gotten a pilot. And prime time, 8 p.m., yep. Tuesday night on Channel 9, Cats v. Dogs, Colon. which is better. Oh. Col- sorry, colon, which is better. The bit that I saw was like they had a cat and they had on one side a little thing that had two th- little kind of markers on it and on the other thing it had five. And it was like, can the cat pick which is bigger? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a series of mental challenges to decide which one is more intelligent out of the cat and the dog. Which one's better at counting, mm. a cat or a dog? It's... <laughs> I think Jerry's pretty good at counting. He's giving us a look as if to say, look at these three cunts. (laughs) (laughs) Who won? I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, okay. And I watched. It'd be a league system. You you wouldn't determine it just on one episode. You'd want to. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, They want it to be one of those MKR things where it's like every every weeknight now. Yeah. Yeah. What about horses versus cows? That's what we should do. It's like, yeah. why is it? Why are people? Why do people only ever debate the merits of cats v dogs? Bees versus flies. Exactly. No one ever. No one ever debates like a sea otter versus Wasps a rooster versus wallabies. Yeah, <laughs> that's a tough one. A pelican versus a little kid down at the pond. It's just yes. chasing him around. So that you oh, say that sounds, that sounds more like a cage fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the league. Put him in the system. octagon. It's yeah. like every. It's a tournament, and it's every animal. Yes. And it's they all verse the each lock. other off. <laughs> Fuck! I'd watch that. Yeah. The UFC of animal battles. Yes. <laughs> so good. The UFC. Um, I bet it rates through the roof. Yeah, probably. Mm. Well, because there was that thing a while ago, wasn't there, where it was like Channel 9 just played cat videos. YouTubes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it rated really, really well. Mm. Yeah. It's insane. Well, my cat, Jerome, who just looked at me because I said his longest name. Mm-hmm. feels like He he's thinks in he's in trouble. trouble, yeah. <laughs> he went to the vet the other day. He got a tooth out. Oh, boy. And um, he had these. He had to have these drugs, and the lady had this little sort of syringe thing, and the little tub of drugs, and said, oh, and she she didn't give me the syringe, and she said, you just got to put fifteen drops on the food." Uh-huh. And I said, "Oh, can I use the syringe to squirt it straight into his mouth?" And she goes, "Yeah, but a lot of people have trouble with that. It's, mm. it's a struggle." Yeah, uh-huh. and. I went to the vet again today and showed her the video of what happens. And I just hold up the <laughs> syringe with the medicine, uh-huh. call out Jerry's name. He sprints across the house. He wants it. And yeah. then licks it all up. And he's missing a tooth. Yeah. He is the cat Greg Fleet. <laughs> <laughs> Loves the stuff. Can't get enough of it. Fleety. Can I say one more TV-related thing as well? Yes. I watched The Wolf of Wall Street on TV it last night. It is a night. podcast about television, apparently. Yes. Well, kind of. More about tram advice. Yeah. I watched the if Wolf we could of... get back to trams. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll trams are around. green. Yeah. Mm. Finally a forum for me. Here we go. Uh, I watched yeah, The Wolf of Wall Street last night on Go, which I hadn't watched a movie on TV in a very long time. Fuck, it takes ages. It mm. really takes all night. And they had these ads in the middle of it for... Have you seen these new... The government ads for domestic violence. A little snippet of it. Not yeah. like they're trying to drum some up. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. business is a little flat lately, yeah. guys. Um, it's all about how like, and we are on shaky ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great podcast title, Shaky Grounds. Um, 
but anyway, it's all about how like ingrained attitudes of like it's a it's a dad telling his young kid, "Hey, don't throw that ball like a girl," oh, and then yeah, it like yeah, shows over the, girl, how that yeah. kind of like seeps mm-hmm. in and yep. ends with a guy, and it's like, like you what know, does it suggest? Don't throw that ball like a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's in a like, way, we're the oppressed minority now. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. I think they're really great ads, but I couldn't help but feel like the message of like respect for women and stuff is a little bit lost within the wider context of the film of Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, sure, Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because you come back from an ad and all of a sudden it's like, guys, you've got to earn a lot of money because that is the only thing that those bitter screaming shrews will ever respect. You get one and then behind her back you just fuck as many of the other ones as you can. It just seemed very like this is kind of a lost cause at but this you point. Do not use them in sporting analogies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it seemed a little. I don't know. You're throwing that ball like a low performing stock. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. I don't know. Celebrity tram travelers. Oh yes. Oh um uh, um, what's his name? Tommy Dasselow. Check. Check. No, uh, I've never, I've never been on your tram when you've been on it. Yeah, you know what happens often. I drove next to you once. It was yes, you did. the most thrilling <laughs> fucking thing of my life. That's the first recorded photograph of me driving a tram. I think. Oh my god, yeah. we're going along. <laughs> what is that? Flinders Street. Yeah, and we, j- you know how you, there's that little sort of. It's wh- funny how we've been talking about this for like half an hour now, and you only just remembered that all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, I've got so many great Meso memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, when you drive from here into the city. You sort of drive through this little nook and it oh, joins yeah. up with Flinders Street. Yeah. And we sort of... And then the tram tracks are on the other street and we were at the lights and it was just Meso and me and Jacqueline, it was... It <laughs> One was, of you leaned bodily out of the car while I was moving to get the <laughs> ideal ideal framing. We were very excited. Yeah, That is great. Mm. I like seeing like... You know those ads that they sometimes have on the side of buses and trams where it's like... It, it'll sort of like cut out at the window mm-hmm. and it's meant to look like whoever's sitting in that window seat, it's like their body. Mm-hmm. I yep. hate those. The idea that you're just sitting there and you, you're stitched up, you're part yeah, of some dumb ass. Totally, totally been stitched up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. For St. George's. Like, look Maybe at you've my... got like a bag with a squash racket oh, in it or something like that. Oh, I look like everyone driving past thinks I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. It's like Yarra trams have got like rabbit ears behind you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I just You see those people and it's like where they just look so unaware that they're Mm. That they're part of this ad now. It's yeah. very strange. I once had uh, Pete Smith on my tram. Ooh, oh, very my yeah. God. That's right. Degeneration royalty, Pete Smith. He was headed to Amy Park. It was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Mr. Copperart. Yeah. Mr. Copperart. Did yeah. you shout him out? No, I should have, shouldn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So many regrets. <laughs> <laughs> many regrets. Who would, who would be, who would have to get on your tram for you to want to shout them out over Mike? It's really good. Maybe like maybe like Thorno if he was on the side as well. Oh like if yeah, he was literally on the side of the tram on the livery. Maybe. Yeah, but that's bleak. Yeah, <laughs> it's like depressing. That, yeah. So it's not so much an advertisement; it's like an installation. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's like when you go inside and the actual Dave Thorne is yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Have you dr- it's a reminder for him. Hey man, here's a way you can get home. <laughs> he should be it's able to fare I know, right? Yeah. Do you ever drive the ones with comedians on the side? Oh, yeah, from time to time. Because that's a bit of a... What do you reckon, Dasselow? It's a bit of a... Um, he's a tram-level comedian now. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. That's a big... Mm. It's a big leap. I'd love to know what that costs. And such a spit in the face when everyone's out the front of Town Hall flyering. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking the Tom Gleason tram yes. goes past. It's yeah. Like, Sorry, fuckers. <laughs> Maybe one day, but probably not, realistically. I always wonder with that... 
I mean, I guess this is kind of a bit inside baseball, but it's so that would be really expensive. And what's really the return on that of people seeing a poster on the side of a tram to make your peers seething with jealousy? Yeah, I guess that's it. Mm, huge benefit. Beautiful. I mean, uh, I, uh, yeah. yeah, I would. I guess I would. That would be cool. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's but yeah, I guess it's clearly. I been guess on it your would mind. be cool to be that big. Yeah, it's clearly been weighing on your mind for some time. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It just seems like because the other things that you see it for are like for big movies and stuff like that, mm. and it's weird when you see it for someone that you know is in like a hundred and fifty seat theater, which is big, but it's like, do you know what I mean? Like scale wise, mm. it just seems. Yeah, I don't know. What about um? I, I always see the ones that um. Like now, the festival's finished, mm. and you still see them up. They they take ages to take them down. Yes, and it's just like, hey, look, our team is very efficient. Guys. <laughs> they, they work really hard. They're under a lot of pressure. How they're, dare you? They're answering all their friends' questions on their Facebook yeah. page. Is there like in most industries, there's a pecking order? Oh yes. Like, is there a, like a cock of the hill tram driver that when he rocks into the staff room, everyone's like. He's like the maverick. You know what? Oftentimes there is, but then, like, because they're the fastest driver maybe, but then, like, a couple of months later they're not around anymore and you're like, what happened? And they're like, yeah, they ploughed into the back of a... (laughs) Or whatever, you know, because they're, like... (laughs) What is this? Like, the fastest... The guy who's driving the fastest is the coolest? Like, what are you, 12? No, I I feel they think they are. (laughs) I don't think they are. Wow, he got his th- tram down Death Valley really quick. I think, I think, Tommy, I think the coolest tram, tram driver is the driver that obeys all the rules. Yes, obeys all I the agree. rules. Is the friendliest to all the passengers. So in a way, I'm the coolest tram driver. Oh, yeah. What if one I'm of not, your because there's another driver? He wears. Have you, you, you saw that? Did you see that article a while back? And it's like he's the friendliest tram driver in Melbourne. I, do, the- I don't subscribe to Tram Drivers Monthly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fucking virgin, mate. I'm not busy reading up on this stuff. <laughs> hey, Meso, did you read this really specific Hello. article that it's about a thing that only I care about? It was in The Age. <laughs> I'm sure at least one of you posted it on my wall. Mate, you don't expect mate, you, you know to my... read Fake Radio Show Monthly. I'm right. not reading The Age, You Know My Rules, Ralph or GTFO, pal. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but what's he what's he doing to make himself no, the friendliest? He, no, he's just the, and he wears a little bow tie. That's part of his Ugh. charm. That's out of uniform. We don't have an official bow tie. Yeah. How dare he? How dare he? If someone, if you had a regular passenger who came up to the little the little weird fucking yes. Hannibal Lecter cage that you're behind, yes, just <laughs> it's warranted. <laughs> just jerking it like when she first goes into the prison. Um, <laughs> Would you? We've got steel honking, so we're on a roll. Here we go. If someone came up and like wanted to hang out, was like, "Hey, man, do you ever like? Do you ever want to hang out like outside of this tram? What would you do if someone asked for your phone number?" Absolutely not. You wouldn't. No. Okay. Hmm. Unless they're fans of the podcast. There you go. There you go. I don't even have your phone number. You do. No, I don't. You do. I don't. You do. How? Text it. I don't think we have. I think we definitely have. This is an off-air conversation. (laughs) Hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed that classic I Love Green Guide Letters clip. 
Now, here's the deal. We keep the last 25 new episodes free on the feed for anyone to download. But to dip into the archives, I invite you to check out the I Love Green Guide Letters Patreon page. Patreon is a really easy way for content providers like myself to reward listeners for supporting the podcast. And just for $3 a month, I give you complete access to our hundreds and hundreds of back episodes. You can download or listen to them on patreon.com or you can paste a quick and easy code into your podcast app of choice and download every episode just like a regular podcast. Along with the classic episodes for Patreon supporters, I also record the bonus After Letters show where myself and previous guests answer listener-supplied questions that, of course, go off into unexpected tangents. It's a really fun format that has become a favorite with our Patreon supporters. So the link is in the show notes of the very episode you're listening to now, or you can check it out at patreon.com forward slash I love GG letters. And then you can enjoy all the classic episodes featuring the likes of Will Anderson, Dave Anthony, Ronnie Chang, Santo Chilaro, Arthur Coma, Paul Dempsey, professional wrestler Mick Foley, Tom Gleason, Libby Gore, Tiffany Hall, Peter Hellier, Darren Hinch, Jonathan Holmes, Pete Holmes, Claire Hooper, Anthony Jeselnik, Jamoan, Samuel Johnson, Ed Cavalier, Andy Kinler, Kate Langbrook, Limo, Dylan Lewis, Sam Mack, Mark Marin, Tony Martin, Luke McGregor, Ryan Maloney, Lawrence Mooney, former Green Guide editor Andrew Murphy, Dave O'Neill, Celia Bacola, Sam Pang, Charlie Pickering, Randy the Puppet, Gareth Reynolds, Adam Richard, John Safran, Sam Simmons, Brody Stevens, Tim and Eric, Josh Thomas, Dave Thornton, Ash Williams, Merrick Watts, Adam Zwar, and you get it, quite obviously, so many more. Your support is so appreciated and also needed to help finance the future production of I Love Green Guide Letters. So just to recap, last 25 episodes, always up for free for anyone to download. But if you want to go into the archives, it is just $3 to support the podcast for the month. If you so wanted, you could pay $3, download all thousand plus hours of podcasting and that's it, but we would love for you to stick around and continue to support the podcast and enjoy the ongoing bonus episodes. Thank you guys so much. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guide Letters and our beloved Patreon supporters.